I have a confession to make. I'm not a big fan of fireworks. They just don't usually do it. Uh, and it's been the case for a long time, with one exception. Uh, but before I get to that, it's just, I don't know, the spectacle of it, the flash, the boom, the excitement, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't move me. It's just not super exciting. I don't get jazzed about fireworks. But there was an exception a couple of times when I was younger. My brother and I went to see fireworks together, 4th of July. And what we would do is, as we would see them explode in the air, we would try and make out shapes. You know, like how some people do cloud gazing, you know? Like, nudge loose, and say, oh, that one looks like, that looks like a fish, doesn't it? And yeah, haha, we laugh about it. Nudge, nudge, and, oh, that one looks like a tree, haha. And then they would get more and more absurd. I nudge Lewis, and I said, that one looks like mom when she's mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> mom wasn't good. No, she, not within earshot, anyway. Um, and that was what made it fun for me. That's what made it exciting, is discerning those shapes and letting it kind of capture our imagination for a while. The, the flash and the boom of them, that in and of itself wasn't too exciting. Another confession, I kind of feel the same way about transfiguration as I do about the fireworks. The flash, the boom, the sparkle, it just doesn't really do it for me. It doesn't move my heart and get me excited in and of itself. I mean, it's certainly very flashy and exciting. Jesus' face shining like the sun and his clothes transformed, dazzling white, a voice from heaven booming above. I guess he had to be there, one of those things. But like those fireworks, what makes it, what does capture my heart is the transfiguration is seeing the shape of it, seeing what it means and how it takes form in our lives. And the shape that those divine fireworks take, all the power and the majesty of God, is in the shape of Jesus. Flesh and blood, Jesus, brought to earth just like you and me, Jesus. That's what's incredible to me. That all of God's power and majesty, the holiness of God, close enough to touch us. In Matthew's Gospel, he remembers when Joseph received a vision, and in it an angel visits him. And he tells him that this son that he's going to raise, Jesus, that he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. That's the power of the fireworks to me, that they are with us in the shape of Jesus. The disciples, Peter, James, and John, they're up on the mountain, and when that fireworks display gets going, the voice from heaven begins to boom. This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And at that awe-inspiring sound and the sight of the glowing cloud and all the rest, they fall to their knees, they fall to the ground, completely afraid. And I wonder why. It doesn't say exactly why, but I think we can make a couple of safe assumptions. Maybe it was just encountering the divine, 
unadulterated and pure, right there in front of you, God's own voice. And when you're confronted with the holiness of God, the goodness of God, suddenly you are acutely aware of just how small you are, how not good you have been, how unholy you are. And you might begin to wonder whether or not you are worthy to be in the presence of God, and you sure hope that God thinks so because you don't. Maybe that's why they were afraid and dropped to their knees in a posture of mercy, show us mercy. But maybe it was the words themselves that scared them, that put fear into their hearts. Particularly those last words, listen to him, listen to Jesus. Maybe they were afraid to listen to Jesus. That all of the power of heaven and earth was behind Jesus' words. So he really meant it when he said that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves and love God with all our heart, mind, and strength. That we ought to forgive as we've been forgiven. And that we are commanded to love our enemies to turn our cheek when someone slaps us so they can slap the other cheek. Maybe they're afraid to listen to those words. Or maybe they're afraid to listen to the words that Jesus spoke to them just before they went up the mountain. Right before they go up the mountain, Jesus says to his disciples, he says, the Son of Man will be betrayed, will be murdered, and then, and only then, three days later, rise again. Maybe they were afraid to listen to those words. Afraid to listen to the words that their friend, their mentor, their savior, for goodness sake, was going to be murdered, and there was nothing they could do to stop it. Maybe they were afraid of that. Or maybe they were afraid of what Jesus said next. That if anyone wants to be my disciples, they have to take up their cross and follow me. That to follow Jesus doesn't mean all your problems will be solved. In fact, you're going to get a whole lot more and you're going to suffer like Jesus did. Maybe they were afraid of those words and didn't want to listen to him. Or were afraid to listen to him. That firework display of God's might is made manifest, I think, given shape in what happens next. The word from heaven says to listen to him. So we ought to listen. And what does Jesus say next? He walks over to his disciples who are cowering in fear, just like we do when we're afraid that we're not worthy of God's love, when we're afraid that this world is too broken to ever be fixed, when we're afraid that we're not going to be good enough to follow Jesus and take up our cross. Jesus walks over to the disciples who are cowering, reaches out, touches them, and says, Get up and do not be afraid. Listen to him, the voice says. And Jesus says, Get up and do not be afraid. And we can listen to those words. Those words can bring new life to us because we know who speaks. We know that he is the shape of that divine firework display of power and might. He is Emmanuel, God with us. 
And because Jesus is the one who tells us to get up, we can trust it. Because we know in Jesus, every time that we fall down, he will be there to pick us up again. Because he's Emmanuel, God with us. And we can trust and we can listen to Jesus' words that we should not be afraid to do not be afraid. Because we know that Jesus, God with us, Emmanuel, has already gone ahead to face all those things that we fear. Even the power of sin itself, even the power of death itself, Jesus has faced and destroyed their power and handed the victory over to us. So we have nothing left to fear. So listen to his words. Get up and do not be afraid. Fireworks still don't really do it for me anymore. The power and the uh, flash and the bang and the sparkle doesn't really impress me all on its own. But it's the shape that matters. It's the shapes that we see in the midst of the power and the majesty that capture our imagination and capture our hearts. And the shape of God's power and majesty and fireworks is Jesus of Nazareth, Emmanuel, God with us, close enough to touch us, close enough to whisper to us, get up and do not be afraid. Alleluia. Amen. Amen.